Hello and welcome back. This is episode 28 of Control-Alt-Delete, the podcast hosted by me, Emma Gannon, the author of the book Control-Alt-Delete, How I Grow Up Online, which is available right now in all good bookshops. So um, today's guest is Sherry Scott, who is the founder of the blog Forever Yours Betty, which started as a pop-up vintage shop back in 2011 and since then has grown and gone on to becoming one of Scotland's most well-respected fashion and lifestyle blogs. She has worked with brands like Bowdoin, Topshop, Radley and Accessorise, and she was recently shortlisted as the UK's top stylist voted by Stylist Magazine. She also runs her own creative PR and events company, which specialises within the fashion, beauty and lifestyle industries. We talk personal branding, sponsored content, standing out from the crowd and the highs and lows of running your own business and working for yourself. So um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Here it is. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Emma. Hello. This is so nice to catch up with you again after our spending time together in uh, France recently. Oh, I've been so excited to come on your podcast. I'm a huge fan. I have so many questions to ask you about self-motivation and, you know, running your own thing. Obviously, you have a blog, Forever Yours Betty. And I wondered, I mean, as listeners can probably tell, you're from Glasgow. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. And what that's like um, as a community over in Glasgow. There's this myth about how you have to be in London and it's not true. Well, see, like most people do say, like, yeah, you need to move to London or you would be so big if you moved to London or anything like that. But for me, like, it's it's so important to stay true to who you are. And I love being in Glasgow and the blogging community is so tight-knit. We've got some like really great like Facebook groups where we can share our posts and ask each other advice. Um, and, and it just seems to be a little bit more open and honest. Like, and I don't know whether it's because like like a good few of my like really, really close friends, like two particular BFFs are also bloggers. It's great that we can actually, you know, turn to each other and go like, oh, I'm kind of in a rut with my Instagram at the moment. Like... I don't really know like where I'm going and sometimes you feel a bit silly when you're saying when when you're sitting saying that you're feeling anxious about your Instagram because at the end of the day it's just social media like should it matter that much but it does if you're a blogger it's a like that's that's your bread and butter basically your social media so having these like things that like some people who aren't and it might think that you're a little bit crazy. These people are just like, no, we have the same feels. We're all such different styles. My two blogging BFFs, Honey Pop Kisses and Be Waits for No One. Like we're kind of the bit of a coloured hair girl gang thing going on. Um, and then there's the very kind of luxe bloggers and more lifestyle bloggers, food bloggers. It's It's just such a great community to be a part of. And I think that we're very, very lucky because I've heard that elsewhere sometimes it can be a bit cliquey and things like that. For me, it's something that I don't feel really comes north of the border. I know the Edinburgh bloggers, they've got their um, kind of groups, group chats and things like that. But I kind of contribute to both the Glasgow bloggers and the Scottish bloggers as a whole. So it's nice that we can all come together from like... Edinburgh, Glasgow, Aberdeen, Stirling, like all the bloggers come together on one like Facebook group and then we've all got our kind of localised areas. That's really, yeah. really cool. Oh, I it's like really that. nice. I feel like there's a lot about you, doesn't it, where you choose like what part of the city you choose to live in and all that oh, sort for of sure. stuff. But that's one thing I absolutely love about your blog. I think the vibes of 
being yourself and being not being afraid to be different because I think that's something that I really try and concentrate on through my blog is it's okay not to be the same as some other blogs that maybe all do different things to you so I guess the term like personal branding is is still a bit kind of but I do think of it when I think of you. I think how well you've kind of branded yourself, not in a forced way, just like in a really, na- mm. in a really natural way. Has that? Well, it's kind of just been a bit of an accident. Like I think that I'm a bit of a. Um, I'm I'm very well aware that I'm a marmite person, but I wouldn't say like, that. No, well, yeah, I be- I believe I am. Like because it's like when when you are like quite a loud person, an opinionated person as well. Um, you are a bit of a mermaid person but like I think that like since I reached my mid-20s that's when I like reached like full acceptance of my marmite-ness mm, love <laughs> like, that. it was just like I don't know something just like kind of clicked inside of me where I really realized that you know what I actually really love who I am and I wouldn't change that for the people who don't like me that's not that's not my prerogative in life so I think everything really changed for me when I dyed my hair orange uh, and inspiration from that actually came from a Swedish blogger that I followed and I couldn't read her blog because it was in Swedish <laughs> but her pictures were amazing and she kind of looked like this like beautiful like ginger flame-haired princess that had all these beautiful backdrops and this long waist length like kind of curly hair and I just fell in love with it and also my auntie um, was ginger is ginger and I always just adored her hair and just gingers in general. Like, I, I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed with redheads. I just think that they're the most beautiful things. So, so if, like, I, I usually do, like, stop and stare at redheads and just go. So, yeah, I decided to dye my hair orange after, like, a, a breakup. And basically, I've never looked back. That's really when my blog started to kind of really come together. And I just kind of became all or nothing with orange but I'm kind of like that with everything it's like go big or go home (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is my motto so now I've been lots of different shades of orange but what I've noticed even more so is that even see when I'm just walking down the street or in a shop or like just sitting having coffee when I look around the orange things stick out at me and so people have asked like you know is it hard to keep your Instagram so orange and I'm like Oh, no actually because like it just seems to just like be everywhere I turn is something orange and it just comes to me because <laughs> I guess the, the the positive sides of having um quite a visually striking kind of yeah like visual brand of your Instagram and everything that you do on your blog is that you stand out more which means surely you get more opportunities because people more people know who you are now yeah like I mean that's I mean it's fantastic like what having orange hair and glasses can do for like what used to be like the kind of the girl who was so paranoid about wearing glasses and having braces and to now just kind of yeah like have like such an identifiable look I think that is quite attractive for brands especially ones that kind of align with that aesthetic like I know that we are it had actually been working with the same brand yeah uh, Making Life a Yedi. Yes, um, with Emmy. Yeah, Emmy, Latte. Because the reason why I was working with them is like orange like is uh, the colour of positivity. And I feel that that is why I'm so drawn to it. I love to keep positive. Like I'm so in tune with energies. And if I'm a- around like a lot of like 
negative energy or just like just anything that's that's like even if you are extremely happy I will just like be right up there with you I'm so in tune with that and so I think that like keeping the orangeness around me just like keeps me feeling happy keeps me feeling motivated and that's an attractive thing for brands like knowing that like they'll, they'll get you on a good day and they know that you'll be like keeping things positive and happy and light I, I've definitely felt that when we hung out as well because I get that through your blog obviously that vibe it's, ever, it's everything about you is kind of keeping that positivity how do you cope then on days where for example work is a bit draining or a person is being a bit draining because I guess one thing I've learned since going solo is that I don't have anyone else really to like it's all on me most of the time yeah that at first was actually really difficult because so um I had a business for two years called Betty and B. And I think what's so important is to, like, I mean, I would never change that for the world, ever. It was, um, I learned so much from the experience, but I think that, like, what I also learned is I, I am better to work on my own, which is something that I never thought I would say. I'm a people person. I like being surrounded by people, working together with people, but I also am quite a control freak. And, like, if I don't feel that, like, I know exactly what's going on. It kind of sends me a bit loopy. So, like, um, I uh, have uh, suffered from anxiety from from quite a young age, actually, which people seem to be extremely surprised about because I I, I am a very positive person um, and upbeat person. But I think that it's sometimes those like kind of outward extroverts can uh, can have this underlying like anxiety or uh, like kind of this like they can be underlying like warriors and that's that's me like all over I uh, the way that I cope with it now like I only maybe in the past two years like realized how to deal with it and a lot of it is actually having like a best friend who is just qualified as a counselling psychologist you know oh, that's that helps yeah a little bit of side <laughs> CBT never harmed MD <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, actually getting a puppy um, has been great because it's given me structure and that's something that I've never been able to grasp is when I'm working alone, it would just be like, no, I just need to work all the time. And I would feel like the guilt coming towards me, even if I just like nip to the bathroom, I would just be like, oh my God, but I just need to get this finished now. And, and once that's done, I need to do this and I need to do that. And it's like, not everything, you can't do everything at once. Yeah. And so having her has been able to let me structure my day better, go out for like little walks and actually take a minute to actually realise the situation that I'm dealing with rather than trying to deal with it in my head in a, in a split second while thinking about 20 other things at the yeah. same time. Oh my God, I know what you mean. And because, because you've, you've always got a lot on, and I think that's the nature of working for yourself, that I feel like the work never stops like there's always oh, no, there's no. there's always something to do and there's never like that moment that I used to have in an office where it would get to 5 30 and I'd be like yeah done I'm done for today like I'm literally all done but how do you manage kind of obviously the the blog and then the the business that you run which is the, the freelance PR and event company yes uh, well I kind of try to keep it to a structure is three days a week for my freelance and then two days a week dedicated to the blog 
but it's not really worked out that way so far but I'm really trying to like not give myself a hard time about it because that's usually something that I would I'd be like no why can't you do that you should be working like you know even if it takes like three 12 hour days and then do this and like get yourself in a structure and it's like for me like my blog is something that has been there for me that's led me to do what I need what I've been able to do there has been times where I've not blogged for like in the first year that I was doing it I didn't blog for like a month and you know there's been times but the world has not ended I've still been I'm, I'm still here where I am today with all of these opportunities you you need to try and give yourself a break and I am my own worst enemy when it comes to saying that and I almost feel like a little bit of a hypocrite but it's a work in progress. I really like, love that you said that, though, because I think um, that is a fear. And I definitely something that I get where you sort of think um, if I take a break for like a week or two weeks, it's like, will people be there when I get back or will will people still care what, what I'm doing? And it's like it's kind of quite self-absorbed when I say that, because no one cares. Like no one cares if I'm away for a week. I care. No, exactly. And especially like it, it's because I don't see myself as a writer. Like. There's so many bloggers as well that like, you know, that are these fantastic and, and so many of my friends are just are these amazing, incredible writers. And I'm not saying that I'm a bad writer. I'm just saying that that's not what I do, I feel. I feel like if anything, it would just it's it's more of a kind of a column space, if you will, for me to like just kind of chat and like like yeah, the grammar's not great. Probably gonna be a good few spelling mistakes in there. I, I find what I need from different blogs and I think that like the thing that I really, really enjoy to do is um more creating nice imagery and coming up with like cool angles and things to talk about. And don't you think that it's it, everything's evolved so much anyway that blogging isn't necessarily blogging, if you know what I mean? I, I often feel at the moment that it is quite easy to get overwhelmed with all the different platforms, like everything. Yes. I mean, I've only recently like got into Snapchat and I'm loving it. But then Instagram stories, that's just launched. Do, do you sometimes feel like it's a full time job, even just like updating your social yes. media? <laughs> well, yeah, because as well, like, I mean, like the way like I mean, I do love Snapchat. And I think that like I, I've kind of really honed into who I like watching on Snapchat as well, because I see Instagram is your like projection of this like you know you on just a fabulous day like you know you've, your makeup is flawless you're going to this amazing place you're having this beautiful dinner like you know but that's not life totally see snapchat as hashtag real life it's like I was like putting up a snap of me sitting with um, a polythene bag over my hair while I was topping up my hair dye with no makeup no filter um like you know and just like just being a real person I have ended up like not following a lot of bloggers um who keep this pristine life through to snapchat because to be honest it just makes me feel rubbish (laughs) just like okay so I thought that that wasn't your real life but obviously you just do live a life of perfection and I do not need that in my hashtag real life (laughs) that's so funny yeah it's like you go on snapchat to see a little bit rough around the edges and then it's like oh my god there's like you're perfect what it's like so there you are just like showing me your beautiful flat with all your candles and your perfectly 
arranged magazines across the coffee table and like you know getting your Nutribullet and like <laughs> like oh my god it's like oh I need to go to the gym I need to like eat better here I am in my third sandwich of the day <laughs> like oh my god it's true it's true because I like the balance because like you say I love following people who have the pristine life on Instagram because it's 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 great like it's aspirational that's fine but it's like I want a bit of the opposite as well yeah and it's just like just please just show me you're a real person like just you're you're you're, you are real right you 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 are just this like robotic perfection like amazing flatly machine like you are a human with emotions and feelings and go out and like you know that's okay yeah yeah (laughs) do do you find that attracts the right brands for you because what I find is if I write about something then I get brands being like oh I saw your blog post do you want to work with us on this thing that's so funny that you said that like like I did a blog post on a iPhoneography um because I have my Olympus pen which I love um and I do my outfits um like using that well my friends take my picture using that but like I actually just love going straight from my phone and there's something about just like having that instant instantaneous thing just going straight from your phone and you can you can tell obviously like the higher the quality the better like and the more likes you'll get and stuff but there's just something about using the phone that I just really enjoy so I wrote a blog post about it and uh, next week I'm going to not next week in two weeks I'm going to Paris for amazing uh a launch of a new mobile phone that apparently has the camera of a slr so i'm very excited about that isn't that so great because that's giving yourself more opportunities just by talking about what you're interested in because obviously they googled you or they googled you know that iphoneography or whatever yeah yeah. it's brilliant it's like you attract the things that you want to attract well exactly because i mean i'd never written about anything like that before and then that's came in from it so it's um, and, and then it's, it kind of goes around in different ways as well. Like, you know, I, I started um, having like a sandwich section in my blog. And then now I'm working with a, um, a sandwich shop, a Scottish sandwich shop about creating my own sandwich. <laughs> so like, you know, and it's things that are really fun. Are you going to have a sandwich named after you? Yeah. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> oh, that's so, so cool. Um, but yeah, you, you are someone who I think works with brands in such a such a great, like, honest way because everything's such a natural collaboration, and it kind of, I think, being open as a person makes it all slightly more kind of for a reader. You don't think there's anything being hidden. Yeah, and it's about saying no to things. Yeah, like I mean, even um, with my freelance business, like I um, I mostly work with independent um, Scottish brands um, on a kind of national level, and then I work with a uh, national and international brands on um, regional events in Scotland. Because I mean, really, there's London PRs. Like, there's only so much Google can tell you, and you just end up having the same event, the same people, and the same catering, the same cocktails, and it's not interesting to write about. So I like to kind of bridge that gap. And so, but there's, but there's been um, people who have came towards me in the freelance um, side and a blog side, where I've just went, like, I, I just can't see how it would fit. Like, and although, like, yeah, of course, I would love the money. Or I would love, um, like, we'd like to offer opportunity to every, like, small brand or whatever. But you need to stay authentic to yourself. Otherwise, it's like, 
I think it just starts to get quite messy. Um, and the, I've even seen blogs like that I used to read that I no longer read because like they've started kind of going down a path that I don't really understand. Um, and so it's yeah, like it's it's so much easier like be your authentic self but like it is it is true and like what in talk about what you actually want to talk about work with the people who you find interesting um or that like you know could make great content like I mean even with with Emmy I was so happy like like for first of all I'm a huge coffee lover and second of all like make it a yeti like that to me is such a it's just such a great concept to tell people to have a lovely day and to do something one thing out their day to make them happy that's just a lovely message to send I wondered over here it's like so hard to talk about money and I'm trying Mm -hmm. to break that taboo of like you know I, I like to talk to my friends about how much we should be charging and all the rest of it, but it's all it's all new, isn't it? This world. Yeah, it is all new, and to be honest, like I just more think about it, like because there's certain times that, like you know, like if it if it's a small brand and I just love the product, I'm just like fire at me, like yes, I need this in my life, and I'm going to talk all about it, um, and that's fantastic, but also like. I'm not going to like, you know, if it's something that's like taking up quite like demanding of my time or if it's like if I need to go someplace or like, yeah, pretty much you use like uh, like a good couple hours of my day. I need to put a price on that because that's taking away from my other clients that I could that are paying. So like, I mean, I think that it's really important that we that if you do like have like a kind of a voice and a channel like and, and have a reach um to put um a, a, a price on like the work that you're putting in because it's not this whole like working freelance or blogging isn't this whole like leisurely thing that everyone seems to think it is like I mean even um like e- even just like the other day like uh, my boyfriend was laughing at me like because I was very hungover it was my um it was my best friend's um, 30th, not just my best friend, like the wife's 30th. Like, so I was like hanging and I had uh, um, a brunch to go to the next day. Um, but it was like a champagne brunch. And it was, and honest to God, like, I mean, any other Sunday, this would have been like, oh, like a dream. But when you got in at 5 a.m., <laughs> and need to go to an event for like 12 and drink and have a lot of rich foods when all you're thinking about is a rolling sausage and a can of iron brew. <laughs> like, it's like that. And, 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 my, and my boyfriend was just like, oh, poor you, you had to drink shit. Oh, and I'm like, no, but, but I just wanted to spend time in my bed. <laughs> like, I just, I just wanted a rolling sausage. <laughs> And it's like, and and so I know that obviously it's a lovely way to spend your time, but you don't also don't realise that like you know you need to spend that whole time taking photographs, like talking with people, and then after the event you need to write about it and like you know edit the pictures and do all the things that come with it. And so yeah, it sounds all like it is wonderful, and I'm so thankful and so lucky. But I also don't think I think that you create your own luck, and if you really enjoy what you do, um then the passion for that will create luck and bring you opportunity 
Um, I totally agree with that. But yeah, it's not it, like although the brunches are are beautiful, it does it's 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 more than brunch. Blogging is more than brunch, people. Yeah, <laughs> let's get that on a t-shirt. But, <laughs> I think as well, it's like the, how life and work merge so closely together. Where oh, yeah. I'm like, am I working right now? Oh wait, I am. And then when I see other people doing things, fabulous things on Instagram, like I I say that to myself. I'm like, they're like they should enjoy their perk like you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at someone else's life and think you know bad thoughts about it I think that that's a big problem in blogging like right now to be honest like um I think that this whole um the kind of jealousy um comparison thing like and um and you know that like that kind of saying comparison kills and it does like it kills your inner worth when you compare yourself with someone else like and I think that it's more about rather than like saying like you can't compare yourself to someone else of course jealousy is a natural emotion that is completely fine to feel jealous like it's natural allow your body to do that but the one thing that you don't need to do is actually just like you know compare it to exactly what you're doing because you don't know what that person has been doing to to get them to that place like you you like it's it can be so dangerous and toxic so yes by all means have a little jealousy moment and just be like oh love that but don't compare because it's like you say it's such a mood killer it's like you could wake up in a good mood and be like my life is great and things are going well and then you can see one thing and be like oh actually everything I'm doing is shit and I'm shit and it's like exactly you don't know the full story it's ever it's yeah it's, it's easy to do I actually just say it like oh, jealous or jelly or whatever like and just make a laugh about it you know like and and just talk about it because it's I think that like if you're talking about it as well you 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 understand as well like you learn something from that person or like discussing it with that person it might like you know bring up a new idea for a blog post I think conversation is what heals all it's like talking it through rather than bottling it all up inside and just thinking that because someone's doing something that equals your shit that you're shit like that 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 equation does not compute no (laughs) absolutely not oh well that's such a lovely note to end it on and um I totally agree (laughs) I think less comparison and more just um doing your own conversation and having doing your own thing and helping each other out and don't like I think that like we can all be quite British at times and keep everything in um, when I think that it's about time that we all just were kind of had some free conversation and and expressed ourselves and allowed ourselves to have those bad days and, and to like help each other lift yeah, one another. Absolutely, because I think most of the time what we're thinking inside our heads about a particular thing isn't actually true. Like I find exactly. out that things aren't true. It's just uh, something I've made up, um, which mm-hmm. is funny when you start talking to the person <laughs> oh well thanks sherry oh no thank you so much and i i am loving your book i am so proud of you you're just such a girl boss and you're killing it at the moment like honestly thank you so much if you like this episode please remember to leave a review or a rating on itunes it would mean so much to me also um tweet me at girl lost in city on twitter i'd love to hear your feedback So thanks so much again for listening and make sure you tune in next week. Bye.